Hi, it's Jim Hamill, and welcome to Pocono Mountains Podcast. It's nearly one year since we started this podcast, and we've been very fortunate to have so many different kinds of content to weave into the podcast. Long-form interviews with historians in the Poconos, fascinating discussions with Appalachian Trail through hikers and globally-minded chocolatiers. There are also some big things happening in each of the four counties that make up the Pocono Mountains. And in this episode, we'll dive into my home county, Wayne County. One group has been working towards some significant goals, and we'll share Wayne tomorrow's story in just a bit. The Poconos is a year-round destination for millions, and with 2,400 square miles of mountains, forests, lakes, and rivers, with historic downtowns and iconic family resorts, it's the perfect getaway for an entire week or a weekend. You can always find out more on PoconoMountains.com or watch PTN, the Pocono Television Network, streaming live 24-7 at PoconoTelevision.com. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. We'll have a new episode each week highlighting lots of the fun things you can experience while you're visiting the Poconos. Subscribe and leave a review and or comment on whatever platform you listen. Back to the episode, Wayne Tomorrow is a group of organizations and individuals that have been collaborating on initiatives that are meant to help improve the quality of life in Wayne County. Wayne County stretches from Lake Wall and Pawpack up along the upper Delaware River and of course, the county seat is Honesdale, plus towns like Hawley, Newfoundland, Waymart, and others are big factors in the success of the county and its economy. Here's a glimpse of what Wayne Tomorrow has been up to and where it's going. From up here, you can see how things fit together in Wayne County. The towns with vibrant businesses and historic homes. The countryside with family farms and forests. And looking out for the county's future, including the 50,000 people who call it home, is Wayne Tomorrow. We were able to get people on the same page. People from all different walks of life. People from all different perspectives. People from all different points of views were willing to come to the table and talk about the things that they thought we needed to achieve, right? So they're all different things. Things like housing, transportation, health and wellness, agriculture and community. Wayne County Commissioner Brian Smith was there when Wayne Tomorrow started a decade ago. And the ecosystem of collaboration has been building momentum ever since. We have developed this network, this team of people who every single first Friday of every single month for years have come to the table to talk about how we move Wayne County forward in terms of economic opportunities and quality of life issues. We are in a really good spot geographically, being two hours from New York and Philadelphia, and with all of the wonderful opportunities that we have with our land and our schools and our healthcare and all the good things that we already have, we needed to build to provide the opportunities for people to thrive here, to move their businesses here, to move their families here, to retire to here, and to continue to recreate here. Be it virtual or in person or both, this network of people representing various industries, nonprofits, and more makes an impact through collaboration and communication. Keys to getting several success stories on their way in 2021. I feel like we're right at the impetus of some really big 
initiatives that are have been in the planning stages and are about ready to come into fruition of capital campaigns. And the way that the Community Foundation can play their part is to be able to help fill any funding gaps, to connect grant makers to these big projects that they might not know about. Among the highlights, supporting trail development along the Lackawaxen River, resulting in funding for three river accesses in Honesdale, White Mills, and Holly. We always want to look at trying to protect the things that lure people to our area because there are some beautiful things here in Wayne County that bring people here. So we want to protect that, but we also want to be open and honest and guide growth going forward. Big ideas like the creation of an agriculture innovation center get off the ground with Wayne tomorrow. First step, a feasibility study to determine how to integrate agritourism and a food pantry. It's really exciting to think about some of these large-scale visionary projects and how they can transform the workforce and education and, and agriculture in our community. All of this during a pandemic and a key takeaway that without Wayne Tomorrow and the network it fosters, addressing the needs of the community may have been far more difficult. I can't imagine going through that pandemic without that team, without relying on and, and using that resource to help us navigate, because early on in the pandemic we were in constant contact with the schools, with businesses that were affected. There were stay-at-home orders that virtually shut down our economy. Wayne Tomorrow, people who care for their community, combining their efforts to help advance projects meant to meet the challenges ahead. Projects in the pipeline like a recovery to work center, helping address a need for trained employees while helping those who battle addiction. I think the magic of Wayne Tomorrow is really this collective change of mindset to we and not me. And I think that's so important to come to each meeting with that mindset that you're not there to solve your own problem necessarily. You're there to gather feedback, you're there to contribute. Just like raising a child, what you want to do is create this incredible thing and then point it in the direction and, and see what happens. So although the commissioner started this many years ago, who knows what Wayne Tomorrow will be in the future. And that's really part of the beauty of it. It will evolve, it will be a true response to the needs of our community and those that are giving the most time to Wayne Tomorrow. When you really take a close analyze, look at what happened in Wayne County 15 years ago and what's happening in Wayne County now. There's so much more appreciation, so much more communication, so much more collaboration, so many more things that happen because we're talking to each other and because we can appreciate what each other's doing. Um, it, it literally is amazing. Thank you for watching the video regarding Wayne Tomorrow. Please go to the website waynetomorrow.com and see all the exciting things that we've accomplished and the things that we're planning for the future. And we also want your input. So please participate in making Wayne County better. And we thank you for all of the things that you can contribute to this process as well as be part of our community. So thank you. Our thanks to Commissioners Smith, Adams, and Kramer, as well as Ryan Jennings, just some of the key people helping to move Wayne tomorrow forward. That video will premiere on the upcoming episode of Pocono Mountains Magazine in March. In the Pocono Mountains, there's always a new season just around the corner. And no matter what the season, there's always something exciting happening. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. The four-season Pocono Mountains. Visit us at PoconoMountains.com.
We're back. Thanks for listening to Pocono Mountains Podcast. I'm Jim Hamill. Wayne Tomorrow also has its own podcast. Host Mickey Usups has been speaking with key players in the effort to move Wayne County forward. You can find the Wayne Tomorrow podcast on Spotify and Anchor, as well as at waynetomorrow.com. Here's a listen into one recent episode. Welcome to the new Wayne Tomorrow podcast, where we explore the creation, development, and work of this county commissioner-sponsored, community-based collaboration. I'm your host, Mickey Usups. Wayne Tomorrow engages our community in a powerful network of people, all pulling together toward a shared vision of prosperity and opportunity for everyone. These first five episodes represent a sort of primer in which we take a closer look at what brought the effort about and how it has developed into a formidable ecosystem for change. In the first episode, featuring Wayne County Commissioner Brian Smith and Mike Yuretsky, a retired professor from the Stern School of Business at New York University. We talked about how worrisome economic trends and the need to bring the community together led to an unprecedented exercise in communal self-awareness. Both were there in the very earliest days of Wayne Tomorrow and shared their insights into how it continues to build momentum and begins to have a tangible impact. In this episode, Mary Beth Wood of the Wayne Economic Development Corporation, an ad hoc chair of Wayne Tomorrow Proceedings, discusses how the wide variety of people from different backgrounds and industries who participated in the process helped create an ecosystem that supports growth and development. We also talk about the self-assessments as well as the studies conducted by professional consultants that help give the initiative some guidance and offer direction on next steps, particularly as they relate to financing these efforts. In episode three, we continue to discuss the financial side of Wayne tomorrow with Wayne County's Chief Financial Officer, Vicki Botcher, and Wayne County Community Foundation Executive Director, Ryan Jennings. The two are on the front lines of the financing, from grants and cost share to philanthropy and entrepreneurial support. We discuss the ways the county and the foundation work together to tackle this formidable challenge and why trust has become such an important part of the Wayne Tomorrow equation. In episode four, we continue to explore the relationship between Wayne County and Wayne Tomorrow with the three county commissioners, Brian Smith, Joseph Adams, and Jocelyn Kramer. Our conversation delves into the relationship and role the commissioners and the various county departments can and should play in moving Wayne Tomorrow projects forward. In the final episode of our primer on Wayne Tomorrow, I talk with Bob Muller Jr. and Jane Bollinger, who serve as co-chairs for the Agriculture Task Force. We look at why agriculture and the preservation of our farming heritage became a top priority from very early on in the development of Wayne Tomorrow. Now, let's talk with Mary Beth Wood about how Wayne Tomorrow developed structurally. It's great to be here. Thank you, Mickey. We're really excited today. We're going to talk about sort of the next stage or the next steps in the Wayne Tomorrow process. Last time we talked with Wayne County Commissioner Brian Smith and Mike Uretsky about what was going on in the county and what some of the issues were that prompted the commissioners and other prominent members of the community to look for solutions, to look for ways to do for ourselves instead of kind of waiting for someone to swoop in and say, we've got a great economic development project for your county. And uh, Mary Beth, you, you know, you're the point person for that kind of stuff, um, the economic development in particular. Um, Wayne Tomorrow is a lot more wide ranging and we talked about all the different interests and the different people that came to the table to just start talking about where we are. So we're kind of, that's kind of where we're picking it up. 
I wanted you to bring you in to talk about what those conversations were. So a lot of people that care a lot about this community and want to see it prosper and and continue to grow and thrive all came together. Talk about what was going on. Absolutely. So yes, going back a number of years, we started to look at the county uh, based on the fact that we had some unsustainable trends. You know, where were we in the county? We had a high un unemployment rate at that time. We had lost a number of really good businesses uh, in a manufacturing base. We have an older population. So what does that mean when you're really trying to attract talent and new investment within your community? Uh, I think we could really look at having two principles to start with. One is that economic development is really everybody's issue. You know, we, we at WEDCO may be the point and we may be looking at systems and infrastructure, but really economic development involves everybody in the county. So that was one thing. And the second thing that really started the conversation is we asked ourselves, is the status quo good enough? And to do that, we had to know what the status quo was. We had to study ourselves, do a number of presentations for quite a while and look at it. Is that good enough? Where are we with our employment trends? Where are we with our industry profile? Where do we think we're going? And is that going to be where we want to, to go? So we started with looking at what are the common things we can we can work on? And then, you know, how do we take this from a conversation to a very strategic action? And that's the key. The difference, I think, with what Wayne Tomorrow was and why the commission has kind of set on this path was comprehensive plans are done every decade and they too often contain great information but sit on a shelf so this was the what what happened with Wayne tomorrow is that we took that strategic step to actually take what we've learned about ourselves and move it forward into a more sustainable model than what we were looking at um, sort of where we had come organically to that point, having lost a lot of manufacturing jobs and those larger um, employers, you know, who gave people what uh, what Brian Smith called a security blanket. Um, you know, the economy today doesn't allow too much for that anymore. You know, you have to you have to be uh, sort of on it a little bit more. You have to be thinking about um, how, you know, where your income is going to come from and how you're going to sustain your family and things like that. It takes a little more effort um, to make that happen. So the self-study, part of that was um, looking at strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Um, every community has them. Um, and I, I think sometimes when people start thinking about how do we make it better, they want to focus too much on what's wrong. But an important part of the SWOT is looking at what are our opportunities? Where do we have an advantage? over other communities that we can take, you know, that we can take part in, that we can take advantage of. Um, and that's a lot of what that SWAT period was about. Um, all, I guess let's talk about the organization. So it did organize down into work groups. So these were individuals with specific interests who wanted to focus on particular things. And, and there was a number of them. That's right. You know, the framework of this is important and is why, what separates it from just a, a very um, organic uh, uh, type of initiative in that uh, through the commissioners and other groups, we purposefully put individuals in the room that represented different geographies, different interests, 
uh, different type of disciplines that they're working on and started to do that self-study, uh, looking at the comprehensive plan and what was in there, but also learning what, what's the hospital doing? What's the Pocono Mountain Visitors Bureau doing as far as hospitality? Where are we with agriculture? And learning about our community, doing uh, you know a high-level SWOT analysis, but also out of that initial um, look at, at our community, we said there are different areas of interest that we want to do a deeper dive into. One of them was agriculture. Agriculture is considered the ultimate um, uh, local industry, and yet from a typical economic development standpoint, we don't really look at it or hadn't looked at it as much. Uh, so, uh, you know, agriculture, uh, education and workforce development, your quality of life, in economic development, the quality of life 10 years ago was a little bit down in your top 10 reasons why somebody goes to, to a location. Now it's right near the top. So what does it mean to have a quality of life? Uh, sustainability, <coughs> not only in terms of uh, renewable energy and that type of sustainability, but sustainability in terms of looking at the county as its own entity that has to sustain itself through the different components. And of course, economic development was in there as well. So these particular study groups also did SWOT analysis, which we brought together and looked at where are the commonalities and what can we build on within the community and what are the priority projects we would like to look at. So that was kind of our first phase, which took multiple years to get there. Uh, but it was successful in that we came up with guiding principles and projects and a lot of study and a lot of progress just to that point. We're talking about the year 2013, the end of 2013, beginning of 2014 at that point. So each of those work groups had a specific, like you said, agriculture, um, quality of life. We're looking at particular aspects of sort of what the future needs to look like in order to kind of achieve the sort of prosperity really that Wayne Tomorrow was designed, or we're hoping Wayne Tomorrow is designed to do, because it's still sort of in, we're still in the process. Um, and, and I remember one of the things that stood out to me, and I was on the outside of all this as a journalist at the time, um, was that when all that was sort of said and done, they found that in each of those work groups, there were similar things that needed to be addressed in order for them to be able to improve the lot when it comes to quality of life, agriculture, or whatever it is. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, you know those commonalities, those, whether you were talking about economic development, or you're talking about education, or you're talking about agriculture, we found there was a, a half dozen or more things that were kind of holding everybody up. You know, or were, were limiting factors or um, were things we needed to have in place in order to keep moving forward? Yeah, there, there's both the, the action, but first if we step back and look at what we developed as guiding principles, and I think that tells a lot about the initial part of this planning to say, as we move forward, here are the guiding principles, like you would have in an organization where you would put your effort, your investments, what you want to accomplish. For example, uh, we are in a beautiful area, so we want to have an economy that supports us, and, and we use those terms family sustaining jobs and wages, so we have a, a robust economy that supports us on one level, but we also recognize that we're in the northern Pocono Mountains in this beautiful you know, environment. So how do we balance the two of those, um, and, and we put those in the guiding principles. Uh, having Ensuring that we had the right um, resources whether they are financial or whether they are talent and your, your workforce, 
was another guiding principle. So those are the things that we looked at as to how we would achieve success and how we wanted to use them as a filter for moving forward. Uh, but then we did look at some very um, ubiquitous needs, broadband. You know, yeah. You only have to say broadband and we understand where that is. But back seven or eight years ago, we weren't in the global pandemic that pretty much brought this to a head. And, and it made it realize that it's it's just not a wish item. It's something we have to have. It's infrastructure. But, right, infrastructure. Uh, so broadband was on the list. Um, that's something we wanted to look at. Uh, we wanted to look at the local food system. And the local food system is just that, it's a system. It includes your, your supply and demand, your consumers, includes your farmers, and includes your outlook, um, and all of that sort of thing. So we wanted to look at a local food system. and. We needed to do that by having a really good agriculture plan for economic development done. So that was another thing that we wanted to look at. So those are the type of things mm -hmm. in general that you could start to see crossed over all discipline. How, how are our workforce trained? You know, what are the programs that we had? One of the key things, and, and I'm sure it's probably for a future conversation, was we recognize that business incubation is something that uh, is really one of the foremost ways to attract and, and grow businesses, but how do you do it in a rural area that doesn't have a higher education institute to subsidize it or a large corporation? Well, by recognizing that need and wanting to do it, you know, here we are a number of years later with pretty much a full operating business incubator. Yeah. And that's a story unto itself, but that is how we started to look at what do we all agree on? What do we need? And where do we come together to make that happen? And that's the pulling in the same direction. And, and it was in establishing the guiding principles. Wayne Tomorrow, cultivating a vibrant future. Just one of the four amazing counties that make up the Pocono Mountains. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe to Pocono Mountains Podcast anywhere podcasts are available. Come visit us in the Pocono Mountains. Plan your trip today. Mm -hmm.